Welcome back to the Feeling Inspired Podcast. My name is Mahesh and I'm your host. And this is a part two. So if you haven't listened to part one, it's fine. But, you know, it's there. Uh, this is uh, the the topic is procrastination. Stop procrastination. Stop procrastinating. How to stop procrastination. That's what we're going to talk about today. And we ended the last episode talking about um, part of the part of the way that we stop procrastination is that through action. And so it doesn't have to be the whole thing, but there's two tools. Number one is prioritization, you see. And if you and if it's already one, two in the morning, uh, it's not the time to stop procrastinating. It's time to go to bed, you see, because you've already put the whole you put the whole day. Uh, you, you did. You made choices all day and now it's the end. Right. <laughs> it's like, look, the, you know, let's say, for example, um, you weren't paying attention in a movie theater, right? And you're sitting in a movie theater and you and you decided to put your headphones in and listen to music, even though you paid to go into the movie theater. And you're listening to your music and you're having a, a great time. And then all of a sudden you look up and you see the credits are rolling. And then you're like, oh, 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 I'll start paying attention now. Let me take my headphones out. No, the movie's over. You see, you've already, <laughs> the movie is already over. You can't, it doesn't matter. You took your headphones out. The movie's over. It's time for you to leave, right? Um, you chose not to watch the movie. You know, you chose not to do the thing. It's one in the morning. Go to sleep. The next day, now you have this prioritization. Um, I like lists just because it gets it out of my own head. But um, it doesn't have to be a list. You can just know I'm going to do this tomorrow. And what's going to happen is the next day when you have that plan and it's first things first, you're going to notice that you're not going to want to do it because you're going to want to do something else. See, at one in the morning when you couldn't do it, that's when you wanted to do it because you kind of knew it wasn't going to happen. The next day when you obviously have the time and you could do it, Now you're going to come up with all of these different things that are more, quote unquote, more important. And they might be, some of them might be more important. But the problem is, is that if this is something that you really need to do, it's going to just, there's always going to be something more important. If it's something that you need to do and don't want to do, there's always going to be something, some way to justify that it's more important. Other things are more important. So what do we do here? What do we do to to stop procrastination and to interrupt this cycle? Well, the first thing that we're going to do is that we actually take a step. You see, we break it down because the project itself is too big. It's too big in some ways to conceptualize from start to finish. So um, certain projects are very simple, right? Oh, I'm procrastinating on sweeping the floor. I mean, that's neither here nor there. I'm not really talking about those little tiny um, things. I'm talking about the larger ideas that you have, and particularly around creativity, um, uh, expansion of consciousness, expansion into a more artistic version of yourself, expansion into the things that you dream about doing, but you just you're just so tightly held by everything else that you can't take steps toward it, right? So whether that be uh, writing a book, these are the things that I'm interested in here, right? Writing a book, maybe starting a new career, going back to school, maybe finishing that thesis, 
finishing that assignment so you can graduate this semester, um, getting rid of a person from your life could be right. So you're in a relationship, you know, you need to end it, but you don't want to. So just lingering, right? Lingering, lingering. It never felt right, really. Um, to be honest, from the beginning, it never felt right. But it just got worse over time. So even something like, you know, this is this is a, a funny one here because this is something I relate. You know, I always talk about. <laughs> That's the best way is through stories to communicate things. There's such a thing called like procrastinating on things you want to do. Like, for example to go get a massage or to do like some type of energy, energy healing. So there was, there's somebody that, that I know who does this, this, uh, this amazing kind of Ayurvedic massage. And it's a little expensive for me. Um, and just like meaning that it would, it would kind of, I would have to sacrifice certain things to have that massage. Now, I know that that massage would be so amazing and so refreshing, and it would really probably help me think a little bit more clearly, which would lead to the generation of more income, you see? But I just uh, couldn't go. I, I haven't been able to schedule that. And there's another appointment that I've been wanting to do. So we can procrastinate on things that we would love to do. You know, has anybody procrastinated on taking a vacation? <laughs> Yeah, you know, I got a couple weeks off work, but I'm just going to do a staycation. You know, I don't really have the money. Uh, I don't really have the time. You know, I don't want to have to pack all my stuff and then I'll go somewhere. And so I'll just do it, you know, uh, next month. And then next month turns into next year and next year turns into, oh, my God, I never took a vacation. You know, and now it's five years that went by and I'm completely burned out. And now my body's shutting down and I have no choice but to not take a vacation, but to sit at home, right? And just recover. You see, I'm, at that point, taking a vacation is too late. I, I mean, um, you just need to chill for a little bit now because taking a vacation could be actually amplifying the stress. At that point, when you're that burned out, you need to sit down and relax. Outside, preferably. So we ended the last session on, or the last, uh, podcast, the last one on just take a step, just taking a step. I'm just going to do, I'm just going to take a step. I'm not going to complete it. I'm not going to right. So for example, let's say on the vacation front, right? So you have a budget, right? Let's say you, you, let's say you're working on a low budget, you know, let's say you don't have much money to spend on a vacation. Let's just say you have a thousand bucks that you've been saving up to take a vacation. So maybe part of the blockage is I can't take the vacation that I want, which is, let's say the Maldives, for example, I'm not going to be able to have a, a cabin on the water with the swimming pool, right? That's a lot more expensive than what. I, so because I can't have exactly what I want, I'm just going to hold off. But does that make sense? Right? Does it mean that you can't have an amazing vacation with a thousand bucks? This is something I'm working on, right? Because I want to have more vacations. I want to have more breaks. And the way that I can think to do that right now is if I cut the cost, you know, I can't afford, you know, five grand, but I can't afford 200. 
you know, so maybe I'll go do an Airbnb for a night in Santa Cruz. Or maybe I'll go out to Jenner, rent a cabin for two, three days. You know, maybe I will, like, I have a friend in Hawaii. So the flights from California are very cheap. Maybe I'll spend 300 on a flight, stay with a friend. You know, I'm not at, you know, I'm not at the five-star hotel with the spa and I can go, you know, no, but I'm still in Hawaii and I'm going to be going to the beach every day. And so it's like, how do we work with these barriers and blockages that actually they don't add up? You know, from the outside looking in, you can see it. But when you're feeling this on the inside, you're just battling with all of these different um, uh, ambiguity, uh, ambivalence. Uh, I'm not sure. You know, maybe I, in other words, you haven't decided to do it all the way. See, this is a bit. Oh, so let me see here. So deciding to do it. That's an important, that's an important thing to think about. Have you decided that you're going to do it? The thing that you're procrastinating on or, or is, are you not sure if you're going to do it or not? See, because if you're not sure, right when you're getting ready to think about doing it, you see, getting ready to think about doing it, not necessarily start doing it, but if they're getting ready to think about doing it, you got something else you can think about, you know, because, because that ambivalence can generate a particular um, type of anxiety, which is very uncomfortable. You know how people say the hardest thing to do is, is to decide because once you decide, then you just start doing it. But once you're, when you're undecided, you know, like if you're in school and you're like, I don't know if I want to be a doctor or if I want to be a lawyer or if I want to go for liberal studies or if I want to. Right. And you're there and you're trying to get through the courses and you're not sure what you're going to do. And then you, you take one major and then you switch. You see how stressful. Right. Even just talking about it, it kind of brings up some anxiety. Right. Oh, oh no. What am I going to do? Look, I'm finished my first year and now I have to pick a class. And, and if I pick this class, it's going to be going toward computer science. But if I pick this, class, which class should I pick? Right. The advisor can't help you. That you you got to think about that yourself, right? Because this is where this is where we get stuck. So that's one thing that's worth exploring in my mind, right? Is am I, why am I procrastinating? So first of all, the question is, what is it that I'm procrastinating on? Number two, do I need to even do? Do I need to do it? Maybe there's a part of you that just doesn't want to do the thing. You know, and you keep saying you need to or you have to and you actually don't need to. You don't have to and you don't want to. So there's a beautiful way to free it up right there. Oh, well, I'm not going to do it. You know, I had something that I um, that I really felt that I needed to do and it was generating so much stress. And I, I need to do this. I need to. Yeah. And, and, and then I had somebody tell me, I said, Mahesh, you don't need to do that right now. Uh, why don't you just chill out? Uh, for a couple months, you don't need to do anything right now. And I was like, Oh, so you're not, you know, sometimes it's just, it's not right now. You know, it's like sometimes when you're trying to do something before it's right, that can really create a lot of pressure. So there's certain things you need to either put on ice for now or, and not think about them, do other things, or you don't need to do them at all. So there's something I want to, there's a topic that I want to explore. And I think I'm going to do a whole episode on this, which is the mental labyrinth. Okay. So think of a labyrinth, you know, 
you get in there and I'm not talking about a simple little cornfield, right? I'm talking about a never ending. You see, each way leads to another way, but no way leads out, right? Um, imagine if you went in there and then you just closed the end, right? So you couldn't never get out. This is what, this is what happens in our minds sometimes. So we've created these, these, these pathways. We've created these ideas or we've accepted them. See, cause somebody else might've told you that you have to do this and this to get that. And you believed them. And now this is your belief system now, and you have to do it that way. Right. There are certain people who have such a tight routine that if somebody interrupts their routine, and I'm not talking about like the clinical, you know, OCD situation, I'm just talking about just people that's not quite at the clinical level because that's a different, uh, that's a different topic. Um, but I'm talking about just, just a person who doesn't have that diagnosis, but literally just boxes themselves in with these routines, right? So when I wake up, then I have to do this and then I have to do that. And if it gets interrupted, you see, if somebody interrupts that routine, then their whole day is ruined. If somebody steps in and they just, um, they, they, let's say for example, they, uh, they were, they wanted to make breakfast and they eat an egg, one egg, boiled egg in the morning, you see? And then they were sure that they had one egg and they went in there and there wasn't the egg. Oh my goodness. Right. They forgot that they had eat the, they ate the last one yesterday and they forgot, you see, because maybe whatever reason, right. And that can throw off somebody's whole day. <laughs> okay. That threw off the whole day. That's the mental labyrinth you see. And this is what happens with procrastination. So, to go back to what I was talking about the last episode with my storage, it's like this, that I have this mental labyrinth of what I need to do with these textbooks. Oh yeah. I, and I should sell them on Amazon or I'm thinking part of me is thinking I should take them over to half price books and just get whatever they give me. Um, part of me is just thinking, Oh, you know, just maybe I should just keep them. I might need them. So there's so much kind of a labyrinth of different blockages and barriers and indecision. So now because of all that, I don't even want to go to the storage. And like, yeah, I'll, I would deal with that later. Meanwhile, I'm paying every single month, right? So what is the labyrinth for you? What is the construction of the labyrinth for you? You see, what does it really look like in your life? What is the thing that you're procrastinating on? Do you need to do it? Is it important that you do it? Is there consequences if you don't do it? Is there a way that you can get it off your plate without doing it, right? So certain people, let's say, for example, you want to write a book. So first and foremost, you don't have to write a book. There's absolutely no deadlines unless you're already like working with a publisher. and, this and that. There's no deadlines. You don't have to write a book. And what is it that's pushing you, right? You want to write a book. Um, I actually want to write a book. I'll talk for myself. So, <laughs> but a lot of people do. A lot of people want to write a book. So you want to write a book, but why haven't you started? Do you know what the book is about? So if you don't know what the book is about, why do you, how can you say you want to write a book, but you have no idea what it's about? 
So that's kind of, you know, we have to unpack some of this stuff. This is where the mental labyrinth, because you can set a thing and say, you know what? I'm behind because I, I should have written a book by now. Should have according to who? According to what standard? You just made this up in your own mind at randomly, right? You randomly made up some idea and then you literally are sticking to it and you're literally feeling bad that you haven't done it and now you're blaming yourself and beating yourself up about what you haven't done but nobody's tripping and to be honest with you you're not even tripping (laughs) so take that off your to-do list you're not about to do it right and if you get offended when i'm saying that and you're saying oh how are you going to tell me i'm not about to do it well how come you haven't done it yet you know and then oh well because of this okay cool Right. So the point is, is that you can put it on pause. It doesn't need to be on your to do list. That can be in a bucket list. Don't beat yourself up because you haven't done it. You know, you have other more important things that you're worried about. You're not really worried about writing a book right now. Put it on pause. You're not obligated, you know, and to be honest with you, even things that you've agreed to, you don't have to stick to the permanency of it. Right. Because there are certain decisions that let's say for example um i was gonna say marriage but uh, that's a tricky one (laughs) i'm trying not to stir up too many people with this podcast but i might have to just let that go um because it's more exciting if i just say what i say what i'm thinking right um say what's on my mind so let's say we're talking about marriage you know you're in a terrible marriage it's not what you thought it was going to be it's an awful situation. It's abusive, um, maybe not physically, but mentally. And you feel limited and constrained and you've tried for years and years and you did therapy and all this stuff didn't work. And, you know, there comes a certain point in time where you don't need to be up in that. You know, you don't need to be up in that. You don't need to be dealing with that at a certain point. Right. So it's like there's this labyrinth of things that, for example, let's say that book that you wanted to write. And it really is a dream and it really is your purpose in life. It is like the seminal work, right? So it's going to blow something up. It's going to blow something out of the water. It's going to change a lot of people's lives and you know it and it's sitting there with you and you can't do it because of this particular relationship that you decided a long time ago, you know, and if that person can't grow, grow up with you and you can't grow because you're supposed to grow up together. You're supposed to grow together. You see, and that person never grew and they want to hold you back. You know, Hey, you know what? I'm gonna have to let that see. I'm not talking about just marriage. I'm just saying anything, right? It's holding you back and it's negative energy. You might need to just put that on pause or separate it out. Or, you you know, we got to clear out some of this stuff from our life, right? Because then, then, then we start to see. I was procrastinating because I wasn't feeling good. I was procrastinating because uh, I hated my job. I was procrastinating because, oh, I was in a bad relationship. I was procrastinating because I have this childhood trauma that I haven't worked through, you see? And, And so beating yourself up because of all these things, it doesn't make sense. But we do need to explore what is it for you? What's holding you up? Is this something that you need to do? Is it something that you want to do? Is it a deadline that you put on yourself that's not helping you? Right? So before we even start going into, oh man, I'm such a procrastinator, which could have been placed onto you. You might not even be a procrastinator. That could have been a label that was placed onto you. We need to explore a lot of layers here. 
Allow yourself to, to, to sit with the idea of you not doing it and being okay with that. Literally being okay with you not doing the thing. So uh, this is a lot. There's a lot to say here. Uh, I'm not going to do a third, a part three, but I easily could. There's so much to say about procrastination. Maybe I'll bring it up in some other episodes about something else, but there's so much here. Thank you for listening. This is Feeling Inspired. I'm your host, Mahesh.